hello and welcome back to Spiraling in Suburbia. I apologize for not posting last week, but I was feeling very lazy and I think, you know, that's just human nature and we live and we move on and now we're posting. So while I was gone, I went to Disneyland and I think I'll do a recap in the future, but I could just talk about Disney for days. So I don't want to start turning this into a Disney podcast because I just, it consumes me already so much that like I don't need to talk about it even more. So let's just save the recap for another time. But in general, something that goes hand in hand with today's topic are my love for mementos and collecting items that coincide with a memory such as a place or traveling. So obviously I was in Disney half the fun of being there is seeing the merch, buying the merch, taking it home as a way to remember your experience. And I like to collect things. um, But when does that go too far? When does that become clutter? Sometimes collecting and gathering items go too far and they lose their value. But sometimes we also feel the need to assign meaning to everything we buy as a way to justify it. Or on the other hand, we find excuses not to buy something to save our money So that leads us into today's topic, minimalism versus materialism. So what is minimalism? It's a way of life that can be defined as avoiding the unnecessary and living a simpler life with a less is more mindset. Some people think of this as a trend and think you have to own less than 100 items with no car and a small house and all the like typical things you think go hand in hand with it. But those who actually preach this lifestyle don't care to define it this way and just think that decreasing the amount of possessions that you have helps live a happier life. So now what is materialism? It's basically the opposite, which is like no shit, it's the opposite. Um, It's more so finding physical comfort in tangible items and possessions. So basically think of retail therapy when you think of materialism. I'd say most people lie within these two spectrums, but I think most of us enjoy the pleasure shopping gives us and swiping your card, and some of us rather skip the new pillows and go meet people instead as a form of comfort. And, you know, pillows is a silly example, but sometimes we see a beautiful pillow and we're like, yes, let's add that to the insane amount of pillows we already have, whereas other people, like, they just don't care for the tangible items. They want to find happiness in something else. But let's not lie to ourselves, like, buying new things is exciting, it makes you happy, but long term, it really doesn't. So let's talk about it. First off, what are the benefits to living a minimal lifestyle even if you do not view yourself as a minimalist? The first one is just being happier and not relying on items to provide you with pleasure. The more items you have, the more you have to keep track of, clean, store, and all of that. And to go into the storing aspect... 9% of the U.S. household rent a storage unit, and that may not seem like a large number, but at least, speaking for the East Coast, there are storage spaces everywhere and new ones being built, I'd say fairly often, not like every week, but I mean, they pop up here and there, and like, why do they pop up more? It's because we own too much and we need to find somewhere else off-site to store these things. So essentially, if we did not have all the things we own, maybe we would not need to find an off-place site to store them. And there are definitely certain reasons to have a storage unit, and this is not a knock on anyone who has a storage unit, like I'm sure I'm going to need one someday, and there are reasons that are like very valid, such as 
whether you can or can't fit furniture in your space anymore and you don't want to you usually invest in good furniture you're not just going to throw that out or I mean no one would throw it out but you're not just going to give it away or sell it you want to keep it and not have to repurchase it later on or maybe you need storage space for a bunch of clothes and hand-me-downs you want to give family or friends one day or you just have things of value you don't want to keep in your home for like safety aspects. I'm really just like rambling off different reasons to have a storage unit that's not due to the fact you have a lot of clutter in your space. But regardless, a crazy statistic is as of 2018, 90% of storage units in the world were in the US alone. And I'm sure that statistic has changed in the last five years, but it's a good gauge to say that the US has a history of owning a lot of things. And just to go off of that, The average home has a whopping 300,000 items in it, and I thought this was wild, but I mean, that probably, and I hope, it accounts for every little piece of clothing, every, like, silverware, plate, napkin, paper. Like, I have no idea what the, the criteria of the study was. And think of all the things in your garage and your basement that's not used, but you don't want to throw it out for sentiment reasons. So, I guess that adds up to a nice 300,000 items, which is insane to think about. And just a few other statistics that really put the happiness portion of minimalism into perspective are 54% of Americans are overwhelmed by the amount of clutter they have, but 78% have no idea what to do with it, which is so valid. Like, where do you even start when you have so much stuff? And when you have all this stuff, can you find it? Americans spend an average of two and a half days a year looking for misplaced stuff. Like, I'm definitely a culprit of this. I will ping my phone, and this isn't even, like, your phone is essentially a necessity nowadays, but I lose that thing at least 10 times a day, and I will never get rid of my Apple Watch because I can ping it, I can find it, we're good to go. But, like, even your keys, like, those are just things you use daily and you still lose them. So what about the small things that you don't use daily and that are not a necessity? Like, can you find them ever? Probably not. And after that two and a half days, an additional four and a half hours a week are spent looking for digital documents, which I feel like digital clutter isn't talked about enough, which I think they should honestly teach us in school growing up is like, especially nowadays with how digital our society has come and we're straying away from paper like I just click save I'm good to go you know it's saved somewhere on your computer so you feel safe and secure about it but when the time comes to find that document especially when it comes to work or anything else that's kind of like you need to find it like I just don't name my documents well I don't save them in a good spot yes I can still find them but I just feel disorganized when it comes to files so digital clutter definitely exists as well and then last but not least another statistic 50% of people claim their garage is the most disorganized space in their home and to go off of that 25% of them do not have room to park in their garage at all which honestly isn't a horrible thing because I think the fact you can die from a running car without opening your garage door is extremely scary and I'm a forgetful person like what if I don't have my coffee in the morning and I forget to open the garage door like no I'm scared I'm all set parking on the driveway and not in the garage but I mean garages nowadays I think are mostly used for storage like you pass someone's house the garage door is open and it's just a bunch of stuff and that's okay but they're made for cars and I'd say like any other like motor running items like a lawnmower um a dirt bike I I don't know what kind of things people have but like 
when you buy a house or look at houses, it's like you want a two-car garage, a one-car garage. The key word in there is car, garage. So is it moving towards more of a storage space than storing your car? That's a question that is unanswered, I'm not sure, but just to put that in perspective. Based on these statistics, it's so common to overconsume, especially in America, where we can barely leave the house without being marketed to about what new products to buy. Whether it's a commercial, billboard, ads on our phone, it's extremely hard to get away from the desire to want to buy things. And also know that owning too much and feeling overwhelmed by it is extremely normal, and these statistics exist for a reason. I think we're all a victim of overconsumption, but when does it go too far and when does it actually affect our happiness, our productivity? Like, if I need to be, if I need to be productive or, like, I'm feeling, like, you know, whatever, I usually have to clean up my space before I can get anything done, and I'd like to say I don't have a lot of clutter in my space, but, like, it goes hand in hand with like your mental stability. Like if you are surrounded by clutter, like maybe your mental, maybe your brain's cluttered. Maybe you got some like jammed filing cabinets up in there. I don't know. But like I said, it's totally normal to feel this way. And I think that's why I want to talk about it is because like, especially in the suburbs, like what do you do for fun? For me, I love going to Target, but what do you do at Target? You buy things. So Half the things we do for, like, pleasure and joy, especially, like, on a day-to-day basis, like, consists of buying things. Like, you're not happy, so maybe you're going to go buy a fancy coffee. Maybe you're going to go buy a bagel. Like, that's still consuming things. Yes, it's gone in a second. It's not a tangible item to have in your possession. Like, it's food. You're going to eat it. It's a drink. You're going to consume it. But when does it go too far? And when, like I said, does it affect your happiness? Personally, I feel like I lean on retail therapy sometimes, but try to limit myself to avoid clutter in my space. And at the end of the day, I simply cannot use everything I own at the moment, so why buy more? And that's within reason. Minimalism seems like the easy route and happier route, but some people have no interest in living a simpler lifestyle, which is completely fine. So going into materialism, if that's kind of the way you lean, let's talk about some pros because minimalism sounds so easy and easier said than done and the way to go but you know there are pros and kind of a happy medium to materialism pros are that it drives the global economy first and foremost which is kind of like no shit like you buy things the world goes around the goods we purchase need to be produced by someone therefore providing jobs and also purchased therefore enhancing the economy another pro is it allows us to follow our passions whether it be like purchasing and having many instruments for having passion and being a musician or collecting things like I mentioned in the intro I love collecting especially Funko Pops and these can be a little cluttered I don't have too much space for them but I love them because they're my little mementos for films pop culture and characters I love overall the overconsumption in America and the whole world has a large impact on issues we see going on with pollution waste and debt I think that's something to like slightly go into Um, the amount of debt that the world is in is insane and credit card debt especially like we are given these plastic cards and told hey there's your limit essentially take your time paying us back but there's going to be a condition which is interest so it's like you feel like you can buy excess of things and like let's not lie credit cards are dangerous 
we all want to like overspend because we're like, oh, we have an extra five grand to, to spend. I hope no one spends their entire limit in one day on their credit card, but it's just a fact that society has an extreme amount of debt, especially credit card debt, and are living paycheck to paycheck. So what can help those things? And money is a huge stress. So once again, what can help eliminate the stress, improve your happiness? And I think those living paycheck to paycheck, one, it's so normal because the economy is shit, but also like you want to find the small things in happiness week to week. So maybe you're going to go out and buy some things that make you happy, but that's just going to enhance the fact that you can't save and you're living paycheck to paycheck. And it's just such a common thing, but we're not educated on that. We're just told we just pass a billboard that says like, go buy this, go buy that, like in this happy smiling face of a woman who bought it or whoever bought it. Like that's just the world we live in. And it's a constant game of trying to figure out like how not to overconsume or how to figure out what's best for you and what you should buy that's actually long-term and provides you happiness longer than just that instant gratification. Like I said, overconsumption in America you know, very common, but there's no right or wrong answer. I think it's more so important to help the improvement of the earth and also live a life debt-free, but I mean, nowadays, like I said, it's extremely hard. You have to be hyper aware of all the purchases and your carbon footprint, but I'd like to hope we all try, but it's a lot of work. I'd love to know your thoughts, your opinions, and what spectrum you lie on. If you want to message me, my Instagram is spiralinginsuburbia. For any comments, questions, or, you know, some backlash, if you hated this, let me know. You know, we can improve together. But thank you for spiraling with me on minimalism versus materialism. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Mm